Hey, Parent Promise family, welcome back to the Purpose Parent Podcast. Today, we have a special guest that I am excited for you all to meet. As you all know, we have a training coming up July 1st, um, and we are excited to introduce our speaker, Mr. Jason Troop. He is going to introduce himself and tell you a little bit about his background and history. So, Jason, go ahead and take it right away. Thank you, Candace. I'm so excited to be here uh, on the podcast. Um, thank you to all the listeners taking the time out to listen uh, to the podcast. I hope you all take away something uh, that is very valuable uh, from this session. Uh, as Candace stated, uh, my name is Jason Troop. Uh, I am founder, CEO, and head facilitator at Be Enlightened LLC. And Be Enlightened LLC is an organization that was founded upon the principles that are discussed in Romans 12, 2. And that verse states, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And in that verse, there's so much. And I really focus in on the this world part, because even though in the Bible, it could be talking about this physical earth, but there are some worlds that unfortunately that we experience throughout our lives and one of those worlds could be trauma one of those worlds could be low self-esteem one of those worlds could be depression one of those worlds could be anxiety one of those worlds could be low self-worth and so that verse really spoke to me as I was you know birthing this business that there are a lot of worlds that we can find ourselves in, but we don't have to conform to those. We can be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And when we renew our mind, anytime that we learn anything and our brain makes those, you know, new neural connections, uh, I envisioned a light turning on kind of in our brains. And so, and that's where I got the name Be Enlightened uh, from because whenever we learn something it's like a light bulb turning on and then when we come when we become enlightened about a thing we come into the knowledge of and as the saying goes if you know better you do better and so my journey my purpose my mission with being enlightened is to you know help people become enlightened about things so that they can transform uh, their worlds by the renewing of their mind Wow. <laughs> so I, as you was talking, Jason, I really got chills um, when you mentioned that verse. And so tell us about, um, you know, just like a little bit about your family and then how many years. I don't know if you mentioned that yet, but how many years that you've been in service um, around this work? Well, first off, you know, I would definitely like to shout out my family who has, you know, really supported me, especially in this journey of starting uh my business uh i have a beautiful wife uh her name is marita um we have been married it'll be 13 years we celebrate our 13th wedding anniversary on juneteenth this year so uh happy early anniversary babe i also have three wonderful children or as i like to say i have two adults and a teenager um my daughter kimani uh she'll be 24 soon um i have a son his name is micah he'll be 20 uh next week as a matter of fact and then i have uh my youngest daughter her name is jaya and she's 13 and um with regard to how long i've been in the field 
I've been in the social service field for about 10 years. And, and ironically, when I originally went to school um, and graduated high school, I've always loved math and science. And so I thought that that was my career path. And so, you know, I went to school. Um, I earned an associate's degree in chemical engineering from UC, go Bearcats. Um, and so I went to work in the chemical field for about 10 years and then I switched courses and actually it wasn't me switching courses. It was really God, you know, reminding me of, you know, why he created me. He created me to, you know, help people. He created me to serve. And so bringing that back to my remembrance, he led me on a journey to return to college to receive my bachelor's degree uh, in psychology and then made a way for me to enter into the field. And so I've been in the social service field in various positions for 10 years with regard to the specific content, the advanced trauma competent caregiving content. I've been certified in the content as a participant, someone who can utilize the methods and, and skills discussed in the training. I've been certified in the content for three and a half years. I've also been blessed enough to become an associate affiliate trainer of the content i've been an affiliate trainer for about six months so thank you for giving us a background um to what you do in this work and me and jason are actually like service twins because this is my 10th year too so you know um big ups to us for dedicating our time to you know just giving back to our people so we're going to just jump right into uh, the question. So this time I didn't ask people for questions. I kind of wanted to give Jason some questions just to, um, you know, review what we are going to learn in the training. So the first question, and I think not many people know what this is. So the first question is, what is intergenerational trauma? So intergenerational trauma, it's it's a term that, you know, I use for to describe trauma that's perpetuated, you know, generation to generation. Many times, you know, and just thinking back to my own upbringing, you know, I've experienced some things. Um, and, you know, I, I, shout out to my parents. You know, if if it wasn't for them, there would be no me. Uh, love them uh, to the ends of the earth and beyond. But, you know, they didn't they didn't do everything right. They didn't get everything right. And so we often parent from how we were parented. And so, you know, we do and say the things that we learned growing up. And so with that being said, there was some things that and I mean, I, I grew up inner city Cincinnati um, during the crack epidemic of the 80s. Uh, seen a lot of things, um, witnessed a lot of things, experienced a lot of things. Um, but I'm glad to say that I've overcome a lot of things as well. And so, as I stated before, you know, when you know better, you do better. And so when I first came into the knowledge of this content back in 2020, I was very skeptical. I was very skeptical. I was working at a local elementary school at the time. And one thought that I had was that the people that were facilitating the training I thought to myself, these people have never spent one day, let alone one minute, <laughs> inside of an inner city classroom of a school that has high, high needs. Um, and so I was very skeptical, but I was committed to 
coming into the training and, and giving it an honest shot and, and coming into it with an open mind. And when I say that this training, this knowledge has literally transformed me not only professionally but in my personal life as well it's literally changed the way that I parent it's literally changed the way that I seek to connect with my kids and even my wife um you know who we've all have been you know through some very rough things you know we've all experienced you know some form of intergenerational trauma and so this information this training that i'm so blessed to share has literally been transformative to me and i hope it's as transformative if not even more transformative for those that will be attending uh our training thank you so um one thing i like what you said about that and what this training has done for you is this help you you know do some things differently in your life and so whenever i am thinking about trainings or thinking about workshops for our parents i'm always thinking about real life application and so that's why i am so excited for you all to um join us at this training so that you could learn how to apply these things in real life um so much is on the internet so much is on you know it's trending right now and it's like people think think that things happen overnight or think that things happen just right away and they don't understand that some of the things that we go through we have to put some real application behind it and so um, thank you for sharing the definition of intergenerational um, trauma so for question two Jason um, I would like to know what real life application will we get from this TCC training absolutely and so um First off, this training is Introduction to Trauma Informed or Trauma Competent Caregiving Training. Uh, it's it's an introductory training. The full training is actually nine modules long, and it covers a variety of topics. Um, so one of the real life applications and one of my big takeaways come from and I and I tend to call these the superpowers. Uh, and the reason that I call them the superpowers is because in module five of the full training, it talks about the power of various things. And uh, one example is the power of yes, how we can use the word yes, even in situations where we're kind of saying no, but instead of saying no, we're using the word yes. And, you know, our brains, they are so quick to attach to the negative. And so, you know, when we hear the word no, sometimes we tune out, you know, sometimes we have a reaction. Um, you know, sometimes we block out everything else that was said afterwards because we get stuck on that word no. And so, the power of saying yes, and I can give a quick example to it. Say you have a child that wants to go outside. You as a parent, you want that child to clean their room up first. And so that child comes to you and say, hey, mom, hey, dad, can I go outside? Instead of saying no, go clean your room up first. Using the power of yes, you can say yes, you can absolutely go outside as soon as your room is clean. And so what that does is it gives that child something to look forward to and hopefully it gives that child a motivating factor to get their room clean because they can look forward to going outside because they really want to go outside but it's like okay mom or dad said yes i can go outside which is what i want to do but as soon as i get my room clean and so that that's an example of 
how we can use the power of of yes and there's other superpowers there's the power of connecting um and there's there's other superpowers as well the the intro training touches on them a little bit uh but to learn more about the superpowers and in real life applications come on out to the training because i'll be talking all about it in great detail so jason you mean to tell me we're going to get superpowers during this training I mean, that's that's what I like to consider them as because it's something. And when I first took the training, I'm like, man, this sounds so simple. And once again, you know, I was coming into the training originally back in 2020 as kind of a skeptic, like, wait a minute, this stuff is not going to work. It's not that easy. Literally, it can be that easy. But once again, nothing happens overnight. And so these come along with, you know, continual practice continual application uh before you might see some fruits of the of the application you know so these are things that we are encouraged to do and do often and then we'll we'll get to see the fruit from from our labor so to speak so yeah i'm excited to uh learn what superpower i'm going to be taking away from this training and i hope you are too and so we're going to go into our next question, which is really not a question, but outside of what you just shared, um, Jason, when you talked about the superpowers, what other part of this training, if you can give us like a little snippet, is something that you found very powerful or valuable to the real life application of the information we're going to receive? I could pick out so many things because this training, even even with the training being an introductory training, is so rich, it's so full, it's so robust. It has a lot of things that, you know, can be, you know, taken away from the training and applied to real life situations. And so as a facilitator and, and I and I want to preface, you know, before I answer the question, I want to say this as a facilitator, I never aim to talk at people. I envision my trainings to be as interactive as possible because I understand that people come with their own individual circumstances, their own individual stories. And my hope as a facilitator is that the participants don't just take my examples. Come with your your own examples from your own individual situation and being open to asking questions or, you know, hopefully a participant will have that aha moment. It was like, oh, you know, I was doing it this way and I can apply this to this situation that I find myself encountering time and time again. So as a facilitator, that is my hope uh, for the participants uh, that come out and uh, participate in this training. Now, to your question, Candice, one of my favorite parts in the training, it talks about how we have things in our life that we can't control. We have things that are a part of our stories that we may not like and we can't control. For example, and me, I'm an open book. I can only talk about me and from my experiences. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not open to other experiences. You know, I know my story better than I would ever know anybody else's story. So I like to use a lot of personal examples. One of the things that I had growing up that I didn't like, but I could not change was I was, I grew up with really bad juvenile asthma. 
Um, and so with that, and I'm talking about so bad to where doctors told my parents like, hey, you know, in order for this kid to have a chance, you all need to pack up and move to Arizona where the air is drier, it's lower humidity, less pollution. And, you know, coming from, uh, uh, you know, humble beginnings, I'll say it like that. Coming from humble beginnings, we didn't have the resources to just pick up and move thousands of miles away. And so thus, you know, we remained in Cincinnati. And that was something that I had that, you know, I used to get teased by friends because I would be outside playing. And then all of a sudden I would have to take a break. I would have to take, you know, a, a hit of my inhaler and, you know, when kids don't understand something, you know, they make fun of it. And so, you know, I was I was the butt of a few jokes, but I never let juvenile asthma stop me. Um, I played soccer for five years growing up. That was the first sport I played. And, you know, anybody that knows anything about soccer, it's a lot of running. Uh, there were some times where my parents were on the sideline and they would have to take me out of the game. They would see me struggling to breathe. You know, I would always have my fast acting inhaler on me. But having that as a part of my story, that was something that I didn't like and something that I couldn't change. And so the training talks about taking those things that we have that are a part of our story that we don't like and cannot change and moving from being mad to being sad. And what that means is moving from a victim mindset to accepting those things and really learning how to grieve those things and it talks about and it gives some in the training gives some tips about the grief process and how you know some ways that people can move from mad to sad about those things and grieve those things so that they can accept those things as a part of their story but once again encouraging people that that doesn't have to be the end of the road that doesn't have to be the end of the story and so you know, unfortunately, sometimes we have to play the cards that we're dealt. And sometimes life can, you know, deal us a, a pretty harsh hand or, you know, anybody that's familiar with the with the game Uno, you're playing Uno and you've got Uno all of a sudden the person, you know, next to you, they hit you with that draw four. And it's like, oh, shoot, I thought I was about to win. Now I got four more cards. And so understanding that sometimes you know, life, you know, does those things to us, but we can always, there, there are things that we experience, but there are things that we can overcome. There are ways that we can heal from those things that we don't like and that we can't control those things that are a part of our story and really taking it from a victim mindset to a strength-based mindset. And I'm proud to say with regard to my childhood asthma, um, I got to the point to where by the time I was, say, around 11, 12 years old, I mean, I was taking medicine to control my asthma every day of my life, you know, up to that point, taking my fast acting inhaler when I needed, taking breathing treatments when I needed them. Um, I was in the hospital probably every year because if, if I contracted the flu along with my asthma, that was a one to two week hospital stay to the point where, People at Children's Hospital, like, they they knew me by name. That's how often I would get, you know, sick with, you know, asthma and, you know, combined with other things. But I say that to say by the time I was like 11 or 12 years old, I took myself off of my asthma medication. 
I still use my fast acting inhaler, um, but I took myself off of my asthma medication and I haven't had to have a fast acting inhaler since I was probably like 13 years old. And I was carrying it with me just as a precaution. And as I've grown up, I haven't had any complications from asthma. You know, I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Um, I'm, a, I'm an avid basketball player. I mean, as I get older, it's harder to move around. But, you know, I still do it for the exercise. And so I haven't had any complications uh, related to asthma since I was like 12 years old. And so, you know, taking something that I had that I couldn't control, taking it from a victim's mindset to a strength-based mindset. And, you know, I sit here, you know, and I can say proudly that I've overcome juvenile asthma to where um, I can be as active as I want and not have to worry about any complications from asthma. So all I'm going to say after that is I hope you are ready to grow. Um, I am excited about all that we will learn during this training. Um, Those are all the questions that I have for Jason. And so we are about to wrap up. But before we wrap up, Jason, I would like to know how we can support you. Let us know your social media. Of course, we got the training coming up July 1st. We're going to put the location and the registration form um, on the show notes. So look out for that. You know, seats are limited. And, you know, this won't be the last time we do it. But, you know, the first time for something is always special. And so I want you to be a part of this special moment with us. And I want you to experience um, healing in just a unique way. And that that is always the goal of Parent Promise. And like he said, this is going to be an interactive training. So, you know, I want you to come with your heart open, your mind ready to learn and to grow. So, Jason, let us know how we can support you, where we can find you. Um, Yeah, go ahead. And absolutely. And first, before I give my social media handles and everything, I want to thank Candace. I want to thank Parent Promise. Uh, for, you know, just being for inviting me to share this information with parents. Um, As I said before, I've been in the social service field for about 10 years. Um, I'm only one person. And so in working with children, youth and families, being as I'm only one person, I have to know my limitations because my heart is so big and I want to help so much, but I can't be everywhere at once. Once again, I'm only one person. However, with helping people to be enlightened about trauma, the definitions of trauma, um, the effects of trauma, some of the effects of trauma, uh, trauma affects the five B's. Those are biology, brain, body, belief system, and behavior. Trauma affects the five Bs and it affects it in different ways. And and once again, we talk in great detail about that in the training. As Candace stated, this this is the first of of hopefully many Mm -hmm. and looking forward to continuing to partner with Parent Promise to share this information with parents so that my hope, once again, is that there are things that parents can take away 
and apply to their real life situations. They can take this information and use it in their homes. And so with this information, I'm able to educate, say, 10 parents. Those parents have families, they have kids. And so multiple people are receiving trauma-competent caregiving in their home every single day. And then those kids will grow up to be able to share some of their experiences, their positive experiences with their families as, as they grow and they produce kids. And so I'm really excited about the, the multiple effect, the multiple positive effect of this training. And so uh, with that being said, you can follow me at Be Enlightened LLC on Instagram. It's all one word, Be Enlightened LLC uh, on Instagram. And on LinkedIn, if you all are LinkedIn, you can follow my company page as Be Enlightened. And the word in the word enlightened is the word light. And I really sought to draw attention to the word light. As I stated before, whenever we learn something new, our brain makes new neural connections and it's like a light bulb comes on. We come into the light of that thing. And so the word light and be enlightened is in parentheses and capitalized because I really wanted to draw attention to that part of the word. Uh, this training that we're doing, my hope is that it's a light for all that participate. My hope is that it's a light and it illuminates things, not only that they've experienced in their upbringing, and I'm talking about the parents, they've experienced in their upbringing. Hopefully they can make some sense of some things or gain the courage to really confront some of the things that they've dealt with and go on a journey of healing to where they can help not only heal themselves, but heal those around them. And so um, once again, follow me, Be Enlightened LLC on Instagram, Be Enlightened. Once again, the word light is in parentheses and capitalized on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also in the process of making a Facebook page. So that Facebook page will be coming soon. And also, and I'll share this um my dream and my goal is to establish a clothing brand um, along with my trainings. And so be on the lookout uh, in about the next year or so, you know, maybe even less uh, for uh, being like being lightened apparel. Uh, so once again, Candace, want to thank you for this opportunity and I'm excited for our training. If you are a parent, if you are a coach, if you are a mentor, if you are just someone that has a big heart for children that have either been exposed to or experienced trauma in their lives and you want to learn more about how to join the movement, because I really believe that it's a movement to reduce the effects of intergenerational trauma, please, please, please come out to this training each participant will get a workbook. Um, Hold on, Jason. Don't give too much. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm look, doing too much. Yeah, Jason's trying to give away all the bits and pieces. Look, I, I just needed y'all to know that you're going to be in a very powerful room, and you're going to be in a room ready to heal. And I am appreciative of Jason for, you know, sharing his time, you know, your service to this field, 
and just, um, you know, being a black man in this community that's standing up for our people because it's not a lot like you. And so we commend you for that. And so um, Jason has one more thing to add, and then we're going to really wrap up. Thanks, Candace. I really want to take this time. I, I really want to speak to the dads out there. Um, you know, shout out to all the dads out there. Father's Day is coming up. I hope your families take great care of you. But I really want to speak to the dads because many times when opportunities like this come about, the the women tend to come out and they'll they'll outnumber us, you know, a, a lot to a little. So I really, really, really want to invite the dads out because this training, this information challenges some of the norms that we've grown up with. And so it's really opened my eyes as a black male in the field of social service to some things that I've experienced growing up that I've, you know, been conditioned to to do or to not do. And those things, unfortunately, are, you know, are have the ability to have adverse effects. And so I really want to encourage the dads, if we have to put together a separate session for the dads, and maybe that's something that we should should work on, Candace. You yeah. know, put put Stop together a put together a session look. for Jason the dads. Trying to give y'all too much because you know, I love dropping projects on people just randomly. And so yes, we have talked about our dads, our single dads, married dads, our dads groups are coming. Because I told God, you know, in order for me to do, you know, I'm a single mother. I know how to be a mother. I don't know how to be a dad. But once I found a dad that I like how he dad, like Mr. Jason, and that just comes with so much knowledge, we are definitely going to start up our dad group. So be on the lookout for that in the next season of Parent Promise. And so um, you can follow us on at Parent Promise 513 on all social medias, LinkedIn. We on Twitter now, even though I don't talk a lot on there, but I'm, I'm going to get better. Um, but we are excited that you came, that you listened to us today. We hope to see you at the training. Um, and until next time, we want to leave you with our slogan, which is uh, positive parenting only. And thank you for listening.